Hey friend, thanks for listening to the Compared to Who podcast. I'm Heather Creekmore. I'm glad to meet you. I'm glad you're here today. We're in a series where we're talking about lies that we believe. Now, of course, no one wants to think that they're believing any lies, right? But did you know that the Great Wall of China isn't actually visible from space? Did you know that chewing gum doesn't actually stay in your stomach for, I don't know what I heard, 12 years or something like that? There are so many of these silly lies that have circulated in our culture that maybe we even learned in elementary school that aren't true. And the same applies to lies that we have heard about food and our body. Lies that maybe we didn't get from Google exactly, but lies that Satan whispered into our heads and our hearts that we have believed for way too long. And so that's what we're doing all month long. We are dispelling these lies. I hope it's been an encouragement to you. If it has, the best way you can let me know that is to leave a review for the show. If you're listening on Spotify, you can easily leave a review there. If you're listening on Apple, Apple Podcast app, it's a little bit more complicated. But if you go to the show and then you scroll all the way down, you'll see a place where you can leave some stars. And then you'll see a really small print that says, write a review. Oh, if you would just take two minutes to do that today, maybe even before you listen to this episode, that would be a tremendous blessing to me. Well, thanks for listening. I hope that today's topic, which is I can control what other people think about me. Oh, we know that's not true. But yeah, we kind of believe it's true. I hope today's topic really resonates with you. Let's go. Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compared to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here, the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, friends, so I hate to admit this, uh, but I think most of my life I believed that my image, and by image, I mean the total image that I portray of myself. So yes, there's the way my body looks, there's the way I dress, but there's also the way I act, my personality, whether or not people think I'm successful or smart, all those various nuanced things, whether they think I'm a good parent, whether they think I'm a good wife, whether they think I'm a good pastor's wife, all those nuanced things. Again, it's, there's no like clear, like this is what is good and this is what is bad. But for some reason, and I don't really even know why I developed this belief that I needed this certain image and that this certain image would lead to people liking and accepting me. Now it's kind of gross to say out loud, <laughs> But I have a feeling if you're honest and you kind of dig in 
to why you struggle with body image or comparison issues, part of the heart problem there may be the same heart problem I have, which is a desire to be accepted by other people and to be liked. Now, to take this one step further, which is what I have done in the past and in my heart, it's not just this desire to be liked, it's this belief, and here's the lie we're talking about today, it's this belief that if I have a certain image, I can actually control what other people think about me. And so this goes to a root problem that comes up a lot in my coaching with women, which is this root issue of control. We talked about controlling food last time, and that's all connected here, right? We like to have control. We like to be in control. But even when it comes to, I don't know, kind of frivolous sounding things, like how our house has to be cleaned, some of that is a control issue related to our belief that we can control what other people think of us by this image we portray. So in the house example, and I did a whole episode on this last summer, but in the house example, I want to tightly control the way my home looks when you come visit. I want it to look nice and neat and perfect so that you will think that I am a good housekeeper or housewife or I don't uh, none of those terms <laughs> seem to resonate right now. But so that you'll think I'm really good at keeping my house clean. Now, the reality is, if you drop by on a random Tuesday, you are not going to see the same kind of house as you would see if I've invited you over on a Friday evening. Those are going to be two different looks my house will be sporting. and One will be natural and one will not be so natural, okay? Uh, if you come over, I'm cleaning for that. But the reason why I'm cleaning for that is an area I have to check my heart in all the time. Am I cleaning for that? Because I want you to think better of me, perhaps, than you maybe ought, <laughs> right? And so as we talk about lies, we believe an image and body image, that's a question I have for you today. So just ask yourself, do I hope that through my image and all the various way it's ways it's portrayed, do I hope that through my image, I am controlling what other people think about me? Do I believe the lie that if I have this image, then other people will accept me or like me or approve of me? That's the question I want you to ask yourself right now. And then we'll talk more about it after this message. Okay, friends. So I am here today to tell you again about Tighten Your Tinkler because it's a really great program. You see, I would get up and pee. Uh, I lost count after 12 or 13 or 14 times a day, sometimes multiple times an hour. And I just assumed it was because I drink a ton of water while I'm working and that I had a small bladder. But Jen and Christina from Tighten Your Tinkler showed me that 
that wasn't exactly normal. Neither is it normal to have a little pee leak out when you cough or sneeze. I don't know about you, but I was always told that's just what happens to older women. If you have babies, then that's just part of the deal. But no, none of this is normal. Your muscles of your pelvic floor are muscles that need to be worked just like all the others. And it's not about Kegels and it's not about jamming anything up there. It's so much simpler than that. So today I want to tell you about the Tighten Your Tinkler Signature Program. You guys, this is one of the best programs I have ever pursued. I totally got my money's worth. They send you the equipment you need. You have videos that you follow. It's super easy to follow. They uh, they really take care of you as they shepherd you through this program to strengthen and tighten your pelvic floor. If you want to find out more, go to tightenyourtinkler.com. They have a free quiz there. It takes like five minutes to fill out and you can find out if this is a good fit for you. And if you decide it is, you can sign up for their signature program and save $50 just because you listen to this show. All you have to do is put in the coupon code area, Heather, my name in all capital letters, and you will save $50 on their Tighten Your Tinkler signature program. Women spend a ton of money to try to fix this problem. In fact, some have even gotten surgery and other things. And I just, I would recommend that you start by checking out what Jen and Christina have to offer. They could have the solution for you. And if you're like me, they could change the number of times you pee (laughs) and that will make it all worth it. Check it out today. So friends, I want to share with you just a little story about how God showed me that I had absolutely no control over what people think of me. We had planted a church outside of Dallas. This was a number of years ago. And we had some, I'll just say, oh, it's a nice word for discord (laughs) among some people in the congregation. And I knew all the ins and outs of everything because I was the pastor's wife. But the hard thing about being a pastor's wife is you don't always get to say what you know. And sometimes it's better just to be quiet and take it all in. But that's hard for me (laughs) because I felt like the truth needed to be spoken. And in doing so, in trying to speak the truth and trying to enlighten others as to the bigger picture, I ended up gossiping and it wasn't pretty and I'm not proud of it. And I've asked God to forgive me for that because gossip is never helpful. But what I learned in that was it doesn't take much to get people to not like you. And that's a hard thing if you're a people pleaser. And it didn't matter what image I had. It didn't matter whether or not these people before thought I was a nice person. It didn't matter that I had never done a single thing (laughs) to hurt any of these people. As soon as they perceived that I had done something wrong they cut me off. They decided they didn't like me. They started spreading rumors about me. Oh, you guys, it got really bad. It got really nasty. And I know some of you can relate to this kind of hurt and friendships, relationships. Like overnight, all the people that I was close to, all the people that I considered my sisters, my friends, they were gone. And part of that was my fault, yes. But 
part of that helped me recognize this truth that I had refused to believe before. And that was that I had some sort of control over whether or not people liked me or approved of me. And what happened in my life was God took me on a journey, and I'd say I'm probably still on it, where I have been learning how to be free from the approval of others. And there's so many scriptures talking about this, my friends, like it's all throughout the Bible. I am the Galatians 1.10. Am I seeking the approval of man or of God? Am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Right? Like, ouch, when I read that, I'm like, wait a second. So you mean to tell me if I'm trying to get other people to like and approve of me that I'm not serving Jesus? That that seems somewhat counterintuitive. I don't know. I was raised in the church, you guys. But somehow I came out of my upbringing in the church, believing that it was more important that people like me. And then that's what would make me a good witness for Christ. than that I not worry about approval of man and just serve Christ radically, no matter what people think. Ah, you know, Proverbs 29, 25 says the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. And that's the verse I want you to remember today. The lie that by controlling the way you look, you have control over whether or not people like you is a snare. It's a trap. Friend, you can do all the things and be all the things and be the most likable, lovable, beautiful, huggable person out there. And you can still have people that won't like you. I know my thinner friends always tell me that they feel neglected sometimes because people don't like them because of their size. And then I talk to women in bigger bodies who feel like people don't like them because of their size. And then I talk to women in all sorts of bodies in between the smallest and the largest, and they feel like people don't like them because of their size. Friends, (laughs) we're all here in the same lie. And I think it's time that we recognize two things. First of all, Your size doesn't have anything to do with whether or not people like you or don't like you. Now, yes, there are stereotypes, prejudice, bias out there. Like, I hear you, my friend. You may be mistreated just because of your size in the same way people are mistreated because of their race or their gender or all those things, right? Like, I'm I'm not trying to make a case that ignores that. But the case I'm trying to make is when someone is kind and loving and living radically for Christ... I notice that about them more than I notice their size. And sometimes we can crawl into our shell and say, well, people don't like me because of my body. And that might not necessarily be true. (laughs) It might be the self-fulfilling prophecy in your life where you feel like they don't like you and therefore you're responding in not as much kindness and warmth as perhaps you could because you've already decided that you're going to be rejected. You're kind of pre-rejecting them. Again, I'm not saying this is true in every case, but just, just hear my heart in this. One, you can't control whether or not someone's going to like you. So some people just may not. But two, it's about so much more than our bodies as to whether or not people do like us. (laughs) And three, it shouldn't be our ultimate goal to get people to like us. We should be living to serve God and not man. Don't fall in the snare of being afraid of whether or not people like you. You don't have control over that. 
So that's my short encouragement for you today. Uh, If you've been caught in the trap of trying to get the approval of others, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. If you've been trying to control your image because you believe it will make you acceptable to that group of girls or that group of women. Okay, let's just be honest here. (laughs) That whole middle school click thing didn't end in middle school, did it? So for some of us, it's just still trying to fit in with the in crowd. Friend, free yourself. Your image isn't going to fix all of that. But what can fix it is resting in the freedom that you're already approved of and accepted in Christ. Resting in the freedom that you don't have to try to win any votes, (laughs) any like votes, any approval votes. I mean, unless you're running for office, you're free. You're free to drop out of that game and rest in the truth that Jesus accepts you. And if others around you don't get you, that's okay. I hope this has been encouraging to you today. And I hope something in today's show has helped you stop comparing and start living. That's all for today. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to comparetowho.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at comparetowho.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.